everybody. Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I'm Travis Washington. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. My favorite show and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And this episode, we're at Season 2, Episode 9, Raiders of the Lost Art. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I knew we were in the 60s, so I had, I had, I had hopes. Hopes for a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, yeah, whatever you want to say, man. You want to get? If you want to get right into this, I'm. Well, let's I'm, get. I'm yeah, let's get to this Netflix synopsis first, because right. this being on Netflix, and so you were just, uh, you know, just cruising around Netflix and go, "What's this show?" And you read the descriptions. This might stand out to you, but if this was in the TV guide when this aired, I would have been angry. After dark attacks in 1967, film student George Lucas gives up movie making, an aberration that threatens the existence of the legends themselves. And I would have been like, you would have spoiled it. That was yeah, such a fun twist. Time. That's a shame. I'm glad I didn't read that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah, it was quite the twist. I mean, we'll get to it. Like, I got to say, I'll say it right now. I think maybe my favorite non-season finale episode mm. of the series um and there's a reason why i like i'd probably go i'll go eight and a half out of ten before, Ooh, nice like, like i i can't go nine for a couple reasons <laughs> okay. but it was but this is such a good time this is such a good time this, this is, is a, a lot of fun this, yeah. oh, i'm so glad because i was going travis generally hates it when they do cutesy shit with people who really existed but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going no i've rewatched this one a bunch and i'm like this is good this there's a lot uh -huh. of fun uh -huh. and we get Rip Hunter back. Yep. You know, and his what his director character fucking slays me. Yeah. Yeah. Slays me. He really he lays it on pretty thick. It's I so know, thick. Know, you know, don't he overdoes it sometimes or not. But I'm just I love that he does it. Just like <laughs> just playing. I'm so American and I'm just I'm a I'm a, a 1960s beat dude. Yeah, that's me from America. <laughs> but he also shrieks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll okay. get to that. Twice. Cool. We get to yeah. two, two twice. So it's six months ago. And we're getting, you were seeing <laughs> Rip's escape scene. This is what happened to Rip. Yeah. I mean, before this, I should say the recap before this was just <laughs> packed in so much info mm. in a short time. And to go from that recap that's packing in like basically everything we've learned in this first season um, or in this, this second season. And it goes into Rip and and doing something that I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on here. I have no idea what was going on at the time. It was uh, it was wild. And remember to watch the full intro next episode okay because the narration is very fun the opening narration interesting so this is right when the you know the atomic bomb blew up and uh gideon tells rip i'll take 15 years to fix the wave rider he's like oh, that, oh, that won't do <laughs> and so he runs and he opens up a hatch and he grabs a stick it's it could we'll just say it's a piece of the spear of destiny and she's like well what's that and he shuts her off because he's gonna do something she wouldn't let him do and it's 
grabbing the time drive, which sends him, you know, somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, how he ended up in 1967 as a film student making a movie about the legends of tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> With no memory of ever having been yeah. under. So like, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the music here. I loved this. The, the swelling over dramatic yeah. music to this was, was, yeah, it was just like, uh, it was just nonstop. It was, um, this episode is nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah. But like, but the, that, that intro too was just so like, what the hell? Everything is gone. Like what, what did he, he picked up a stick? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy i just wrote down what's that what's that <laughs> so the wave riders zipping through time makes talking to nobody like you know he's talking to snart while getting really fucked up getting hammered mm-hmm. and stein comes in in his robe and and so basically mick tells him about that he's seeing snart and yeah. he's like no, fix me. You're a doctor, which is the running joke in this episode that Mick Rory doesn't understand that he, he's not a medical or psychiatric doctor. He's a doctor. He'll do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, this was for, for a B plot. Like, I. I like their chemistry together. These two, then I then I have any time with uh, Jackson Garber. Like I like oh, actually, I thought Garber fun. was, I thought Garber was was good in this episode. I normally don't like him. I thought everyone was good in this episode. Yeah, even no, people. I yeah, I'm saying it's stupid, but I loved it because it was like it was mm-hmm. so silly. Yeah, they acknowledged it. Like later on, let's talk about this shit now. Get the V plot out of the way. So later on. It gets to the point. First, starts um, he's doing a psychiatric evaluation on him because first he's a psychiatrist, <laughs> and then he's a like, performing fucking brain surgery. Actually, we'll just get, get let's just get to the, here because it, it, I my notes didn't separate it and my memory's not that good. I've okay. taken a lot of blows to the head like Mick <laughs> <laughs> So Nate's studying, you know, of late at night. And he's listening to a song. I had to look it up. It's called Annie Up by M.O.P. And hmm. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was funny. I love that he was blaring it. That was hilarious. Yep. And he wakes up Amaya and Ray. And uh, he, he tells him he's trying to figure, figure it out. That why does the Legion of Doom want, you know, need the amulet or what are they looking for? Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, Legion of Doom, what's that? And he's like, oh, he was something from an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon I liked when I was a kid, which I'm like, I've, I've never acknowledged any Hanna-Barbera cartoon by saying Hanna-Barbera in front of it ever. Yeah. Disney, maybe, yeah. or maybe not. I don't know. People don't talk like that. I was like, did they, did they have to give Hanna-Barbera one mention so they could use... <laughs> Use this? Uh, no, I don't know. I can see. I like. Uh, like they had a, a universe that that he probably was subject to for for whatever reason. It's possible. It's possible that he could have just remembered. It could have been like the Laugh Olympics. Remember the Laugh Olympics? I love the Laugh Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I'd call that's a Hanna Barbera show. <laughs> it's like, what did you say? Oh, that was like, what's, what's that a was... Hanna? Yeah, 
It was yeah, the Hanna-Barbera show. If somebody asked you, what's a, what, what's the Laugh Olympics? Well, it's a Hanna-Barbera show. <laughs> That's what I'd say. <laughs> All right. Yeah, see, I don't know. I would, I would have said, okay, I would have used Hanna-Barbera in the, I'll, I'll grant you this. Mm-hmm. I would have explained it. You know, it's a cartoon where a bunch of the Hanna-Barbera car- uh, uh, characters interact yeah. with each other. Yeah. So I would have used it, you know. Okay. <laughs> so, that's kind of how i took that all right here's the just here well you think that but you think this, I'm bad. hold on a second buddy you think yeah. i'm bad i've read this somewhere and i didn't find it it may, it may come up in one of the imdbs later mm-hmm. but it was are we supposed to believe that so if nate watched the super friends when he was a kid does that mean but but superheroes are real here he was watching the flash on on in a cartoon and the flash exists here it makes no sense mm-hmm. <laughs> for that one person that yeah. little like calm down brother that's <laughs> that, funny it, that's really that's so, hey, when i was 13 i would have probably said that exact same thing so yeah they're all dumb <laughs> so <laughs> basically amaya figures out how the, what the how the amulet is two parts yeah uh, yeah that was a nice reveal sketches. yeah yeah that was really good and that just kind of got that boom here's our inciting answer like that gets uh, mm-hmm. the the fuse is lit and that's where like he makes uh, the reference to raiders of the lost ark and why he became uh an arch or in in in, in inexplicably handsome uh archaeologist, archaeologist. Or <laughs> hilarious that's funny <laughs> So Nate recognized it as the. Wait a second. Did you know if you it? if you reorganize the the letters of inexplicably handsome? Do you know what you get? Oh, uh, what? Freckin Meyer. <laughs> I knew. I knew that that joke they did twice. They did two handsome jokes about yeah. Nate twice, and I was like, yeah. oh, I know it's coming. I know <laughs> it's handsome. coming." Yeah, got to get it get it in early i hope there's more yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so nate recognized it as the the longinus medallion which okay last episode i said spirit destiny not in the bible i looked it up it's kind of in the bible the stabbing oh, yeah? thing in various texts you know over the course of the evolution Nice. the bible before the king james the more stabby versions yeah, the, the more stabby, stabby. yeah the more stabby. the more stabby versions of the bible the more stab friendly yeah where stabby would be when they teach it in sunday school because this made no sense because they're telling the story that when the spear pierced christ's side the blood came out and it spilled on the amulet and the spear imbuing it with magical powers and a blind man was healed and the blind man healed in the spear part, right? Alleges of tomorrow added the medallion. But Longinus is the name of the centurion. And that's historically correct. Well, no, historically correct. It's mythologically correct. Hmm. And uh, Jax finishes this story and he looks at him like, what? I went to Sunday school. Well, Travis, mm-hmm. did, did you go to Sunday school when you were a kid? No, no. The, the most, the closest I ever got to a church was to, to a youth group when I had the hots for a girl there who was going there in grade ten. I Hold think. on a second. Yeah, Hold on a second. You, you, disgusting dog. You, you, yeah. you, you pretended to be interested in our Lord and Savior. You tried to get yeah. it. In, entirely. Yes. 
without without hesitation. Hey, my dad always told me he's like before I got married. My dad always told me he's like he didn't go to church, but he's like you'll meet a good woman in church. I was like I'm not gonna go to church, Dad. <laughs> how do I pick up a girl at church? I would have no idea how that would not be inappropriate. <laughs> I went for it, man. I mean, anybody can pick up a girl at a nightclub, bruh. <laughs> oh, come on, I was in tenth grade. Do you think I had any game? I'm just like, oh my gosh! Yeah. How, how big was the, how Let's big see was, where this goes? How big was the crucifix that you had to buy to? <laughs> did, did not purchase a crucifix. There was a big one there though that was just like loomed over me. I really noticed it. Uh, that's for sure. I remember playing floor hockey with the guy who I had watched play Jesus in their like passion play that I had to sit through, and he was kind of cross checking me. And I said, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> and I didn't even think about it at the time. But my friends were pissing their pants afterwards. <laughs> It's uh, funny. <laughs> so, see, I did go to Sunday school mm-hmm. for a little while, and until our Sunday school teacher left, and we got a different one. And our our, our first one was a sweet woman, and we, we learned how to tell the very simple moral tales about being good to each other. And Jesus was fun, and we made little puppets. And then we got this new one, and she sits down with us. It was Mrs. Neater, and she proceeds to go on about rock and roll music is fucking devil's music. Everything's a temptation. So all temptations are from the devil. So anything with advertisements, so the magazines your parents read, or it was bonkers. Yeah. Really was going hard on the Beatles. And this was in 1979, eight? and and kiss that those are and i went home my mom asked me about it i told her well apparently that cosmopolitan and your record collection are all here from the devil and she's like you're not going back there again and that was the end of sunday school for me Uh, but while i was there they never no what sunday school tells the little kids and that's when jesus was stabbed and blood flew out no that's no. not school. And did you ever see that uh, documentary uh, Jesus Camp? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. There's, some, so, there's some brutal shit about it yeah, in, yeah. in that, but I'm not sure about. Yeah. It's not that far off. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> Jack's uh, Jack's lived in that part of town. Hey, right. maybe you know what? You know what? I'm willing. Yeah. To, you know, from now on, from now on, the character of Jack's is informed by that being true. As we <laughs> talked about this show, okay. It's got like some mm-hmm. deep trauma deep, that we do that, that deep is all trauma about that. Yeah. So that's why he gets all that, that's why he gets all squinty sometimes. He's <laughs> oh, that is rough, man. That, that movie's <laughs> fucking insane. Yeah. So we go to tell Sarah what's going on. They mention the name Legion of Doom, and I just her reaction, Legion of Doom, and she she sounds like <laughs> She says, like, a real person saying, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You know, and that's what they, that's the way they told her to read it, because they wanted to make it, like, they want to, we, we need to normalize the name, and but we want to make do. it look like the reaction, the first reaction is that this is not a normal name in a superhero universe, yeah, even though like, time travel, like, yeah. like uh, yeah, I, I know what they're, know, it's, it's a good read, it's a great read, but oh, like, yeah, it is a great I can, read. you can start to it. see the, uh, uh, 
you'd see the strings, right? You know what I mean? You watch oh, yeah. these shows, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Because because take ten minutes later when they say Legion of Doom again, or Na- Ray says it, Nate goes, "I really like how that's catching on." You know, so I'm like, they're just yeah. like, "This is what we're doing." You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. cards on the table. This is what's happening here. Mm-hmm. So you know, get used to this. It's not that dumb. <laughs> it's a great name, the Legion of Doom. Yes, what a rush. So how many water rush? I was about to bring up the Road Warriors, but uh, you already did, you goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> so yeah, Nate mentions that Raiders is why he's a historian. First of many references. This one's reference heavy. Yep. And, and at first, the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, at first, I don't, uh, I don't hate it. Thank you. Uh, I don't hate it. Um, uh, but by the end, I loved it. Oh yeah, I mean they just they. They go, like I said, it, they've been so clunky with that sort of thing this far in our viewing. And this one, I'm like, oh, they made this one, they make it all fucking work. And they, they really make it all fucking work mm-hmm. here. And uh, yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. Everything, has, everything has the right, everything has the same goddamn tone, and it is action, action, action. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. but here we get Dark and Merlin walking down the streets of LA in 1967. Which is Bickering. Granville Street, clear as day. My wife and I are like, let <laughs> 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 me pause again. We had to pause and rewind it. Paused and rewinded it for a couple of reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. That, uh, like, to, to like look at Granville and we're like laughing about how they chased all the homeless people off there that day. <laughs> Got rid of everybody. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get, what are you doing here with the mule? Oh, this is my, this is my stoop. Okay. It was, it was old, uh, what's his face? It was Sneaky, Sneaky Pete. Pete because Sneaky Pete. Pete, I don't know. He, I guess he's, he's been on my mind. I was thinking the other day that about Sneaky Pete and I had an idea for a bit. <laughs> too bad we missed it well there's other episodes we'll, we'll come back to oh boy other other westerns too as you as you oh, yes um but yeah but also that music there uh found yeah. love by fly by nights Ooh, that is a hot track man we downloaded uh or we found that one online right away uh it's a really like rare like they're uh not that big of a band either um but this is like a, a sought after lp um, really I, yeah. I, had, I don't have any memory of what was playing well yeah was, fly well. by nights uh, it's called found love um it's awesome it just sounds like the late 60s it sounds like 67 and that's when it came out too so like nobody's doing uh you know nobody's like uh the anachronisms are there it's, I, it doesn't even it's like it's a smaller label um well you just you guys just outdid anyone on imdb who thinks yeah. that they're fucking really got to the bottom of something because amongst the stuff there was this episode was inspired by Raiders of the Lost Ark. The title was or something like that. I'm like, oh, no shit. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Art. I, I, this is the first title of theirs that I've loved too. And it is. Man, it, it, like it's, it's thematically. Who wrote this? Did Berlanti write this? Well, Berlanti always gets a writing credit and I, and I see other names and then there's always plus five more. Really? And I just don't dive in into it, mm-hmm. which is a shame. But I'm a I'm a big fan of the right the LOT writers room have a Twitter account that they all yeah post yeah on, and I'm a I'm a big fan of their Twitter account yeah um because this is this this had a, a a consistency throughout this felt like more like when you know I, I always come back to Buffy and uh, mm-hmm. you know I'm not a not a big Joss Whedon guy now, but back then you could always tell, you could always tell when he wrote a, an episode, right? It would just be, oh yeah, that was a 
killer ep um and this feels like this could have been like a creator helmed uh uh it, it feels that way yeah yeah I mean, or it feel, or it feels like a team of people that you know had a definitive leader, and everyone's ideas were being referenced. And like, yeah, we can work that in. Why the yeah. brain brain surgery? Fuck it, let's do it. You know. It, yeah, yeah. I think maybe maybe with the B plot, but uh, this B plot wasn't 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 terrible. In fact, no, it I, think, I think it was good. In, in fact, I'd say it was good. It was good. But I see. I I agree that it was good. I'm just like saying, like, well, how do we not have Firestorm and do something with Mick? Well, yeah. if we do it this yeah. way, I'm like, yeah. yeah. That's, works yeah. sure yeah so then why even send jacks to these things to get into fights that's what i'm wondering you know what well, i mean he shouldn't have gotten into no because normally hey look he can handle himself against uh, bird greasers but, <laughs> okay let's get that on a resume but but not against fucking malcolm merlin because no, that's what no. that's what happens he gets the Especially, shit oh man when he when he fucking when they just shiv that fat cop that he, oh malcolm merlin's a bad motherfucker that was badass mm. They're scary dudes. They're scary dudes. Yeah, but while they're walking down the street, they're bickering like an old couple, which I fucking love. Mm-hmm. And because Merlin's just annoyed by this whole thing, uh, Dark is a, the patient one, you know. And because Merlin's like, look, look, I, I, you know, I want to go see Sinatra star on the Walk of Fame. And he's like, we've got other things to do. And he's like, well, when, when we're done, when we're done. <laughs> and, and, and then and it, i don't know they're having so much fun together and they run into some bikers because they need a ride so at first i was gonna i was gonna think cool we're gonna see them murder these fucking bikers and instead they go straight to the wave rider showing the the crime scene photos of the dead bikers and their point and nate going hey there's an aberration and i was like oh i kind of i think i like that you know even better than seeing them get killed yep yep uh, yeah i think so too in the way that like the yeah yeah like we especially and and it creates the illusion that it's too gruesome to show too you know what mm. i mean it's kind of like oh, the old yeah. the old killing joke the old killing joke uh alan moore <clears throat> thing where you should get to see some of the pictures after but you don't really know exactly what joker did to oh yeah if you I don't know, if you've been aware alan moore is in the news again for is a he? little bit yeah so, someone asked him the same stupid questions that always make him say something that pisses everybody off and that's yeah. what happened like mm-hmm. you know what you could ask alan more about anything except comic books because when, yeah. when he talks about comic books you're not going to like what he has to say sure <laughs> sure like, he apologized four months after killing joke came out and he's like oh i made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> they just asked him recently who's the best batman ever and he's like oh it's at the adam west version that's what awesome. it should be awesome <laughs> awesome what the, what the fuck are you talking about and Man, he, by the way that new batman basically i love somebody said just based on all the pictures we've seen it's like the, the entire film takes place at his parents funeral <laughs> like, one Jesus thing Christ. i saw some people praising what the riddler looks like in this and mm-hmm. i'm kind of like yeah fuck you i want a green suit you know mm-hmm. I, I want a green suit fuck you i don't need i don't know and um, I'm, kinda, I'm pretty indifferent i think they need a they need some time off from batman oh i do too but one thing one thing i do like that i've seen is batman at a crime scene with the cops interacting with them which is something they really haven't touched on in any of the movies but in the comic books yeah you know batman does that all the fucking time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like oh that oh that's a nice little touch but yeah otherwise i agree that you know can just take a fucking break yeah yeah who knows though could could surprise us 
it, it, it looks like seven and i didn't care for seven so. what i loved seven man i loved mm. seven that's my like i like that modern noir i really like that no seven just depressed me it, yeah, I, I, it's I, not a happy it's not a happy movie man well that's just it i, I real I'm not, i realized how good it was but then i was just like I didn't enjoy that at all. It just fucking, fucking bummed me out. Fuck you. <laughs> and, right, and then right. I was kind of like, wait, her head's in the fucking... How the, what? what <laughs> you know, how that... I that, that just that seemed like a twist out of nowhere. I'm like, what? what? How uh, that happen? Yes and no. I, I don't know. Like, if, if it's if it's noir, it can't end well. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, okay. it's good. It's great as the lost art. Okay. Yes, yeah, so... <laughs> so one of the dead bikers though here's the aberration was supposed supposed to have invented some kind of carburetor uh-huh. you know and sarah's like oh, that's not what who cares and gideon points out how they were killed and it was league of assassins style and she's like oh shit they're here uh-huh. and yeah that's cool i mean it's a bit of a stretch that that's why they would know about them sarah would know because oh that oh, no, no 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 i mean that that they had to like they had to find consequence with this guy for this person it's not it couldn't have just been a regular homeless guy or a regular guy it's a regular dork with a uh you know motorcycle <laughs> it had to be right, somebody who looking, invented i know they, well, they, okay, just they had like, to find they, they, they had to find an aberration to get them yeah there. yeah, you know, yeah that yeah. was the, the that was just a is is hell what am i saying convenient you know what i mean convenient uh, okay i can't i can't disagree with that yeah i liked how it came off but so then they have this bit because i'd look this up too when i was seeing if i was wrong and i was about the sphere of destiny it's also called the holy lance and then they do a little bit where sarah wants to call it the holy lance Because her name is Lance. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so then they arrive in 1967. They're going to the film school. And the costuming here is fine. But Sarah Lance here, Katie Lance. Yeah. They look wow. freaks and geeks. Yeah, they look great. They look freaks and geeks, which is 70s, even though it's supposed to be 67. But, it, but mm. yeah, they looked, uh, they looked awesome. Wait, freaks and geeks is supposed to be in the 80s. No, it's, it's uh, 70s, isn't it? No, Late seventies? Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. Okay, I'll have to look again. Anywho, <laughs> Anywho. but Sarah has this like multicolored fur jacket on, yeah. with, and the top with all the the, the, the many colored stripes. And I was like, oh god, that. that oh, she's, <laughs> and I'm like, look, I'm like, wow, that, that that's perfect. That's right out of like they're at, like Ray was like, here's your bell bottoms, assholes, go and. Mm-hmm. Like she, like she had a choice of like I want this to be as period authentic as mm-hmm. possible. Or I just think the costumers lucked into the, the yeah thing during a vintage dig or something. Mm. Oh, I was here, I was listening to something recently about some movie that's getting some praise. I'm like, oh, where'd they get the costumes? And they were filming it in Texas, and they were like, no, we just went to the fucking local thrift store. Oh no, it was Dazed and Confused. It was that's yeah. how oh, they yeah. got all yeah. the, the outfits go. for Dazed awesome. and Confused. <laughs> <laughs> which oh god i need to rewatch that i fucking love that movie yeah the best mm. it's most realistic <laughs> like like that's how my small t- town was without the paddling you know <laughs> in 1977 you know that's that's pretty fucking on them <laughs> on the fucking dollar but so where are we okay so yeah they find george lucas right at the same time 
and not George Lucas. Wait, we Rick don't Lundgren. know he's George Lucas yet, right? I know, not yet. We don't. So we just know that because because first of all, here's what's his face uh, Rips Rip. yeah, Rips wig. Movie. Rips Rips wig is not the best. It's not the best. It's not wig. terrible. It's it's not terrible, but it's not the best. <laughs> But the beard on this on this actor, as soon as he shows up, is awful. It is terrible. My wife could not stop laughing. We, like every time he's like, I'm like, why is his beard so bad? I'm like, couldn't they have cast somebody else? I'm like, is he supposed to be somebody? Well, That's what I'm I thought you were Rip's beard. Well, no, but Rip's beard, but Rip's wig was bad. But no, George, the, the George, oh, Lucas George Lucas beard. Is, yeah, that was just it, awful, it was. man. It was mm. so bad. They couldn't have found an actor who, had, who could grow a fucking beard. Jesus Christ. Maybe he, you know, look, I looked him up too. Apparently, you know, he's gotten some work. He's very, very handsome young man, thin. And they just made him look like Chaka from Land of the Lost. Just, just yeah. hair like everywhere. That's a, that'll hurt. A, that'll hurt. Like, this is a, the, as close to a, like, I said one of my favorite episodes here, but that's the kind of stuff that you're looks, like. They still not quite. No, they see. No, they had to recycle the Einstein hair, and they dyed it yeah. black and <laughs> stuck it black. on George Lucas here. Yeah, which was which the other bad. running joke, the other running joke through this that was was a proof of your um, what was that the power threes or whatever you said if you repeated mm-hmm. enough was every time they talk to him they call him by his full name like listen george lucas and yeah constant yeah. until it made me laugh till finally i'm like okay I, now, now yeah, it's pretty funny repetition made that fucking funny to me mm-hmm. it was just so silly mm-hmm. and a lot of this a lot of this was silly but silly in the right ways so yeah. we get to rip it god you know when it, you know when his wig really looked bad dude when he, right. later when he's pretending to be himself yes when he shows up yeah boy that's really bad yeah (laughs) so rip is directing a movie and it's season one of ledges of tomorrow and the scene he's filming is the one with vandal savage and rip hunter when they're Mm -hmm. in the wave rider and uh vandal savage says he's like do not speak to me of you know blah 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 blah. i knew him well and they got this guy these actors doing it and it's terrible and he throws a fucking fit because he's screaming about how oh this is terrible. I think the problem is the villain. No one believe no one can buy him. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's a little it's poking fun at yourself, but it's that was also body's like, still cold, man. You damn I didn't realize that the, that, that that was meant to be a dick. No, man. If I, if I'm, a, I'm a vandal I'm a vandal as the kids say, I'm a vandal savage stan. <laughs> no, and I after I stand Vandal Savage. And after rewatching it this time, I'm back on the side of no, he was fucking great. He was yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah. a lot of fun. You know, but but the, the comment people aren't finding him threatening. I was like, we just rewatched that. He was a cold motherfucker mm-hmm. just murdering people. I, was, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking He's about. He's just got the Scandinavian approach <laughs> to it. <laughs> Maybe you're not familiar. <laughs> Got you, it's got an acquired taste, <laughs> like like horse meatballs <laughs> IKEA. It's ridiculous. So, so <laughs> Rips, Rips's prop guy, his assistant is George fucking Lucas, uh, and so the legends and the and the Legion of Doom both arrive at the same time. There's the, the, the LOD have laser guns. 
mm-hmm. and George Lucas gets shot in the arm with a laser gun, screams and runs away, rips having a fit. You know, the bad guys and the good guys have to run away. The cops show up. Rip's like, my movie! movie. And the cops arrest him. And this is the first. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) So fucking hilarious, man. He reminded me of... When um, in Die Hard, when uh, Hans Gruber has to pretend that he's, you're one of them. (laughs) And he has to pretend that he's American. So funny. That was so funny. He's just a a pansy. Can't handle it. He's good. He's been arrested. This this weak beatnik can't handle the real life. Oh, hey, hold on. This is L.A. in 1967, man. They're going to fuck him up for being a long-haired hippie freak. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I totally forgot about that. And when, I totally forgot about his portrayal of his Rip Hunter. Obviously, for those of you who don't know, he thinks he's a different guy named Phil. And mm-hmm. Phil on this on this. This is the next episode. I wanted to, but here's the other thing like, they are so convinced he is him Mm because he looks exactly like him. So, I really want them to just like, oh, oh, shit, like actually see the real rip. No, this guy is just like an exact duplicate. (laughs) He's just, he really is this Phil Halpert dude. (laughs) Holy fuck, did we screw up? They've like reprogrammed his brain to be this guy. Oh boy, oh no, it gets a lot worse for young Phil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the show. Hey, well, maybe that's an alternate theory is that the real Rip Hunter never did come back. And it really was yeah. Phil. And they oh. turned him into Rip Hunter somehow and it altered the timeline. I'm sure someone oh, came okay. up with some kind of shit like that. Hey, I just did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put that down for my little fanfic. <laughs> and fun. So back on the wave rider and uh, Jax has the the script because uh, rip was uh hitting with it yeah and, that was a little bit of a weak handoff there it was too, uh, that was, was kind of like how do we hear this we, is significant uh, this is important and he was still holding it all rolled up when he got on board like, like he wouldn't look at it until later he had to look at it just at the most co- you're never gonna believe this <laughs> like and he comes <laughs> in at the best part so these are all these little things here that just and these are all minor but it's all just like 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 it's just glaring when it happens and i'm willing to forgive it because it's because the pace here is so good and everyone's having such a good time that's a perfect word to use the pace of this episode is great but for me the fact that he has the script and he comes in later i liked it's how he got the script and why would he still be carrying it around with him is the part that kind of kind of rough like Mm -hmm. i'll just do it this way Yeah. I see what you're saying, but because I, I love it when he walks in, because when 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 Jax walks in, he's in glee. You gotta read this shit. I know. I <laughs> this know. is us. That's pretty funny. That's so, pretty funny. So, and they figure out that Rip has the spear, and then they cut to fucking this fucking line. It's so bizarre. They cut to the psychiatric session with Stein and Mick, and it starts with. And that's why I have a fear of giant toads. 
it's pretty cool Stein's like uh-huh, is, there, uh-huh. is, there, is that a canon is that a canon does oh, heatwave uh, no in the comics <laughs> no no nor was heatwave's nor was heatwave's mother a giant toad because when stein says mr roy i'm not a psychiatrist or mr roy says okay well maybe let's get to something else and he goes oh i thought you shrinks liked mommy talk <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> and uh, and right. I, I love his constant frustration that he, I'm not that kind of a doctor, but he thinks he'll kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He doesn't help. <laughs> and so Sarah goes to get them and, and she tells Stein, you know, we're going undercover. He goes, it involves you playing a psychiatrist. And he goes like, oh, if I must. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Now he's into it. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I've got, he was growing on me the, the, this episode, <laughs> as I said, as a performer. I think it's ever since, I think, again, like the TSN turning point in last week's episode might have been the TSN turning point with me and Garber here when he all of a sudden he had to have like that kind of sinister look in his eyes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I was starting to see something uh, different here that I hadn't seen. Okay, TSN, I'm not. Oh, that's, uh, that's, uh, uh and the canadian espn that, that's the sports network and, and 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 they always say like that's like a key moment in a game when that when things turn the call uh, okay oh, okay Oof, that, that is three levels jesus christ yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh it's big time uh it's it's canadian vernacular uh oh, has been for a while because that because that tsn's been around for is years. it on your money and <laughs> not not officially <laughs> uh, you can get tokens though. You can use your TSN tokens to watch the game, eh? No, it's not how it works. We don't have tokens for our television. <laughs> so the- awesome. I could probably convince some people of that. Maybe. Hey, we got to we, we got to try to make a buck on this fucking show somehow or another. Yeah, yeah. It ain't gonna be through fucking Blue Chew ads. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to to the jail to get Rip with him being a, a, a shrink and Sarah's the nurse and rips the orderly. He's like, oh, we have experience from Susan one. <laughs> Here's our credentials. Yeah. <laughs> and they forget, they go, well, we're here to get, oh shit, he's got a different name. And they had Nate's like, Gideon, some help. And they uh, give him the fake name. They find Rip and they're trying to convince him. He's freaking out. He's Rip Hunter is a figment of my imagination until Mick just knocks him out mm-hmm. and then we get that scene man damien dark and malcolm merlin stroll into that police station and merlin just shivs that fucking cop and it's yeah cold-blooded yeah yeah and cold. it really adds to and then they're trapped in there with with them with the with the knocked out uh rip that's hilarious <laughs> yeah. knocked him out and they're pushing around a wheelchair and then he comes to <laughs> and just gets up and runs away it's so stupid like that made me laugh too <laughs> and so the wave rider knows what's going on and uh so they're going up to the roof as the team's trying to escape and ray's gonna pilot the ship he goes it's my chance to uh, channel my inner Han Solo. Inner Han Solo. Yeah. Ding, there's third four. And, uh, but then he goes, Well, Gideon does all the work. And then you just, Gideon says, I do. And yeah. that little joke made me laugh because we're going to start seeing more and more of Gideon having a personality and, and interacting with the characters, you know, and it's not just the, I am the living cool. computer. Like, I know, I've got a personality. That's funny. Uh, so, uh, Christine 
uh again watch this full episode with me mm. and uh, my wife and uh and she's like I know that's why you and that uh, no, well I mean for the viewers out there okay uh and uh and she's like that's why you guys are called Gideon guys because <laughs> she, oh. did, she didn't know the name <laughs> of the ship yeah. and it shows how much she cared to ask before yeah. yes yes not at all not at exactly oh yeah <laughs> I love that so so yeah, when, when Rip jumps out of the wheelchair, he's like, I must be on bad acid, man. Yeah. <laughs> just... That'd be funny. I'm tripping, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look. Yeah, they make that joke a couple times. I know. The ladder, and... the ladder, I'm a little upset. I'm wishing I'm really regretting or whatever he said. Yeah. I know. Look, I've dropped a lot of acid back in my old Grateful Dead days. I, I never, I was never one of those guys who saw, people who saw shit. It was just a different perception of stuff. But you know, maybe I wasn't getting the good shit because if I dropped acid and suddenly I'm in a superhero TV show, mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't ever want to leave. <laughs> You get more. I'd be searching the parking lots of Grateful Dead concerts, just looking for that kind of acid. I want to go back. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> oh man! So they're uh, fighting on top of the they're bay fighting on top of the roof. Uh, the uh, Bay Parkade. The where? Where's this? Where's this? The Hudson Bay Parkade. Uh, Parkade. Down. What's that? The Parkade, just a place where, like a parking building. Uh, oh. I don't know what you guys call. It. Is that a Canadian term? A parkade? I, apparently, it's just like layers of layers of. Of parking right it's like a building but it's just layers and layers of parking we call it um a parking garage parking lot parking garage sure parking garage or yeah. i was about to say parking tower and then i went no we don't <laughs> <laughs> we, we we should <laughs> no i like parking. i love it this fight was good yeah this fight was good um but i love like when they got on the ship in the last look by sarah oh i was she about to bring that up she had two two great looks or great yeah. lines from that from that spot on the wave rider just on the thing the first one here is just this look the second one is when she's screaming for rip when they don't get it like the mm. you feel the the pain in her voice she's so good uh, that <laughs> last look by sarah but that just like again they, i know they're teasing me at that point i'm, I'm thinking like is she gonna kill all three of these motherfuckers? <laughs> I want to see her kill all three of these motherfuckers with a bare hand. Oh, but that would be her embracing that side of her that she's given up to be a human. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you regressing. Oh, that look she gives because they rescue. Yeah. They rescue Rip, and they've got you know they've got the upper hand right now, and. Right. Uh, and that look, boy, that look she gives is just like, got you motherfuckers. And oh, yeah. it's so good. And uh, for that, I, even this, this is so corny when Rip, when Rip says, well, there's no such thing as a time ship. And then, you know, it uncloaks. I was like, yeah, it's cornball as fuck. Yeah, it, it was great. Every time. Every yeah. time. I think I've seen that. Especially on with like, like how, how, like, how uh, just competent this episode was and, or, is and like up until that point mm -hmm. uh with that pacing and like the and the zingers and the shitty wigs like he, he overlooked the <laughs> shitty wigs and the <laughs> shitty beards but but it's just like everyone's everyone's cooking up to that point so so mm -hmm. just like yeah I mean, it's like your it's your tv special effects you're getting there but it's like a, yeah great a great tv special effect and a great spot for it yeah i mean 
more and more and more they give them a little more money and again you know like you said they can reuse a lot of wave rider uh, footage and put it where they need so you know that's always yep. fun but so they got rip on the wave rider and he's getting brain scanned by gideon and it's not time drift i forgot about time drift excuse mm-hmm. me but his brain has been rewired what happened when he touched the fucking thing it, the time drive it rewired his brain and Ray's trying to talk to them about it, and suddenly he's kind of having trouble. He's like, oh, like we're not being able to figure something out. And Gideon mentions there was a piece of wood, and they're like, oh shit, that's you know, Riff has the fucking you know the spear, right? And uh, oh yeah, and then Mick's like, Professor, you scan my brain with that thing, you know? Uh, and at first he says, I got an idea, and Stein is a colossal ass. He goes. Well, Mr. Roy, that must yeah. be a new milestone for yeah, you. Real dick move, man. This guy's been opening up to you about his his like uh psychosis, you know, yeah. So oh good job, yay! You had an idea, you <laughs> dumb fuck. <laughs> you dumb fat, piece of shit. <laughs> you fat dumb alcoholic <laughs> fuck. That it outcomes. Ooh, I like this guy. <laughs> Like yeah, he, he appears then he goes oh there's a stein i never knew you had it in you <laughs> speaking of had it in you how many bun buns have you had in you today mick you fat fuck <sighs> he just, I, I never i never even call you marty or anything i call you professor i, I respect you but go fuck yourself <laughs> they like high five each other wait you can see him yeah we can all see him he's fine you piece of shit that's <laughs> just awful <clears throat> so, so Ray, yeah it was a mean line Ray, Ray, Nate, and Amaya are brainstorming and the boys are getting dumb and yeah this is great the way this was yep. happening Little by little, like Nate's like, well, I don't know what, what what the fuck am I reading, and Ray can't figure shit out. Like he races them. Why would I know that? And like, could you have four PhDs? Like what? What? And awesome. they're, yeah, they're trying to figure out what's going on. The now I call it the clapper, but what what is that called? You know when they go scene, the you um, know. sticks, the sticks. Yeah, is that what it's the called? Sticks? The sticks. I don't, I don't, like uh, you know, uh, it's like take, take time two, the slate, the slate, the slate, the slate. Okay. Yeah, we got uh, if if you have to put it like sometimes you'll have to bring it in later and they call it a tail slate. There's a little inside, uh, but it, inside but it says it says G Lucas on it. Yeah, and Lucas, Lucas, <laughs> and Demaya says something like, "Isn't that aller- Isn't that that allergy you pretend to have, Ray?" <laughs> anyway, my gluten problem's funny. for real. <laughs> I like how she's hip, but she's from the fifties. Like that's 40s. really cool. Or 40s or whatever. That's pretty well, funny. Well, wouldn't that be the reaction of a woman of the 1940s who lived yes. in a in a village in Africa talks to this guy? I can't eat the bread. I don't like the gluten. She'd be like, Glucose. "That's not yeah. real." Bright raisin eyebrows. That's eyebrow. not yeah, real. Sure. <laughs> and it cuts to Nate going like, "Nah, it's not." Real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they figure out. Although then the, the, it's something to do with George Lucas is why they're getting stupid. And so Amaya looks mm-hmm. him up. And George Lucas was um, had dropped out of film school, and 
He was known for being the Modesto, California insurance salesman of the year in 1977, 1980, and 1983. And I was like, that's fun. That's that's fun. Yeah. And I know it's awesome, right? They're like, like just clicking off all the, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) And Amaya, she's trying to figure out, I was like, oh, you know, is there an alternate timeline, Gideon? And then explains, George Lucas dropping out of film school is the aberration. Yeah. Because in this life, Nate's a yoga instructor and he is disgusted by. I know. That is so funny. That is so funny. (laughs) Because he wants to be an improbably handsome historian, much like his hero. And Mm -hmm. and they're like, uh, and then they cut to George Lucas throwing, uh, throwing all the props out. And you see the stick is in there. And you're like, yeah. oh. And if you were like me when I first watched this, I saw that coming. As soon as I saw that thing go in the garbage, I was like, garbage shoot. I know, I know it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. I wrote down, because you're dropped down the garbage chute. So there's going to be something in the garbage chute. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So right now, we're just going to take a quick little break for some plugs, and we'll be right back after these messages. Hi, I'm Fudgy the Whale, spokes whale for Carvel Ice Cream, here to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Cut! And say Christmas, Fudgy. Now back to one, people! Happy Hanukkah. Cut! Ah, uh-uh. Nope! Happy Kwanzaa. Feliz Navidad. Happy Winter Solstice cut. Festival Fudgy, Day. come I- on! I'm dying here. Bring home one of our legendary holiday cakes made with chocolate and vanilla ice cream and a layer of our famous chocolate crunchies. And don't forget to try one of Carvel's new ice cream pies. Carvel, it's what happy tastes. All right, so the first thing I want to bring up is Travis. Yeah. Um, uh, earlier this week, yeah. I you went got on. A, you got a new bracelet and you're shaking it right I did, now on, I your, did. on your wrist. Oh, sugar. Da, 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 sounds like it's got oh, some charms on there. That sounds honey. like a really nice bracelet. Hey, thank you. Oh, that's my girl, uh, Maggie. She wanted to be on the show. She's like, yeah. hey, Maggie, how you doing, girl? Yeah. So, yeah, she's like, okay, this is my time to shine. But the other day, I was checking our Gideon guy's Twitter account, which I don't have on my phone. I only go on on my laptop, so I don't check it all that much because I'm terrible at this shit. And I got contacted, or we got contacted by... Um, a young lady named Carrie Doherty uh, from Ireland, I believe, or maybe Scotland. I don't know. Oh boy! I apologize. Oh, man. Well, uh, you're by, by the way you just did that. Like you had a fifty-fifty chance of not of her of not upsetting a good yeah. impression, first impression. There. Oh, now on. you now you fucked it up by saying it's either one. <laughs> well, you know, I think no, I get it. Yeah, come on, yeah. you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's not, I wasn't going to, I need to do a deep dive. I'm like, I, anyway, I think I'm pretty good. We heard from a lady. We knows? heard from a lady from Europe. Oh, from, well, come on. Right, right now. You know, there's Brexit going on and all that shit. I got to get used to start, you know, dividing that shit up again, I guess. But Carrie has a podcast of her own with her group of gals whose names I didn't get because they don't plug their names like we do and their full last names. You know, they need to, 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 need to plug that in. And so, so I can write that information down. But they've got a podcast also about DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Hey, that's cool. And it's called Bebo's Legends of Tomorrow podcast. And it's from the perspective of a group of young European ladies 
who have watched the show all the way to the fifth season or where sixth season as we're going on and know mm-hmm. where it's gone and they find the show delightful. Um, they in no way shit on it as much as we do, but that's, that's because it's, a, <laughs> we have totally different shows, which means there's room for more than one legends of tomorrow podcast. Sure. I think. Yeah. And you know, take uh, yeah. I mean, we don't, they don't. People are tired of having legends mansplained. Mansplained, exactly. I know. You know. So, so no. Now look, kick the Gideon guys to the curb. Check yeah. out Bebo. What's it called? Bebo's Legends of Tomorrow. I know podcast. you don't know. I don't. I know. I don't. I'm not. Can't. I can't even explain Bebo to you because it's gonna ruin. Something. I know. I know. I had a figure. I, I I figure. I figure based on the cover of their the the title who bebo is so you've seen so you now you've seen who bebo is yeah 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 and i've seen i've seen modern i've more recent uh print ads or like things and stuff in that little goofballs that's true you see a lot of bebo in the ads um that's true uh when does that run when season six debut um they're they just started filming uh now and they've been posting some pictures on the social media of them you know and them in their uh I hope so. <laughs> hey. I had an in-person audition today, nice. in-studio audition, the first one since since COVID hit. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, speaking Everybody of that, one, one of the one of the shots I saw was uh, Katie Lotz uh, working out with a stunt guy to do, you know, stick fighting shit, whatever, and they're wearing masks, and of course, someone else had to tweet out, "Hey, shut the fuck up! We're being careful," you know, because someone had to be like, "Ooh." <laughs> Really? Why are you wearing a mask? Because that's the rules, stupid. Mm. <laughs> so silly. But uh yeah. but yeah, they're they're filming, man. So who knows? You need to just cool. show up cold, say, I just want to let you know. I do a podcast about yeah. Of that's how these things work. Yeah. Anyways, Bebo's Legends of Tomorrow podcast. Bebo's Legends of Tomorrow <laughs> podcast. She reached out to me and said maybe we could do something together uh one of these days and so we're going to try to work that out and um please hey check it out for if you can't get enough of gideon guys check out you know from a completely different perspective although i will say i uh, the one episode i've listened to the magnificent eight one travis yeah um, the girls oh i'm sorry the ladies um kept saying oh i forgot that happened every time hawk people stuff which made me laugh out loud that's funny. very funny um so what else we got going on this weekend we had to postpone what's yeah because uh because our buddy james who uh we, i really want to but i love we love working he's the james. best he's, he's, he's the best guy like, uh, he's he's uh, so funny mystery type yeah this would be our third time uh joining him so any and he got super sick like he thought he had it that's how he wrote it i did I, I have it all caps you showed me that God. you showed me that message yeah. where he, yeah. he, was, so, he was he was giving us permission to make fun of him if he did have it and then said i'll just leave that up to you but i think yeah. he knew we would yeah. so yeah but it, it sounds like so he's hard. gonna be it sounds like he's gonna he's, he's made a complete recovery or it sounds like he's, he's good enough to at least record with us on saturday um so so we're back on the two-week cycle so we there's three weeks breaks here but we're back on the two-week cycle starting here because this is going to lead up to there'll be one more after this and then it's going to be my uh my birthday episode <clears throat> on the which is i mean three three it's my birthday weekend so on the, on the 14th we'll be um that should be a fun one i got uh, we got a, an old friend uh, lined up um oh, nice. but uh but yeah but we're recording uh uh yeah again on saturday i'm really looking forward to it always, real- always a great time 
It always is. And real quick for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, Mystery Titans Theater is the show where Travis and I in rotating cast of characters and guests and wonderful people watch old WWF and probably other uh, eventually pro wrestling mm. cards that may be fun and maybe not so fun. And we riff over yeah. it and have a great time. And yeah. you don't have to like wrestling to enjoy it. That is, uh, That's true. What I'm getting at. But one thing I'm enjoying before we get back to this show mm-hmm. is I got the CBS all access thing for a little while so I could watch Picard and it was fantastic. And I was like, okay, I'm going to check out this cartoon that I've heard wasn't good. It's called lower decks and they're doing like a, right. And it's from one of the, he what the guy, dude who was a showrunner on Rick and Morty. And you can tell right. by the animation has that kind of look. Yep. And, uh, and he's done something else on Hulu that I haven't watched. And I was like, no, I'll check this out. First two episodes. I was like, it's okay. There's lots of references, you know, much like Legends. I was like, oh, I like all the references, but it doesn't all work just yet. Mm-hmm. And then by like episode four and five, it's much like this episode of Legends. Like, oh, this is all working for me now. It's fun. It's cool. super fun. If you got to love Star Trek, it's, it's much it. A lot of the jokes play on, hey, how, how deep is your Star Trek geekdom? And so I'm like, oh, hmm. but it's tv for me and it and it's quite funny and the voice cast is outstanding awesome for any for any of you nerds out there who are like oh fuck that i'm not watching that we'll just watch it it's fucking funny cool so let's get back to stein and mick they're scanning the brain and there is something in there it's a receiver that was put in mick's head by the time masters so snart i'm not sorry not snart stein comes up with a theory, a crazy bullshit sci-fi theory that works perfectly that they get rid of. You know, he goes, well, Mr. Snart blew up when we blew up the Oculus, which disrupted the entire timeline. Maybe he's, it's just been scattered into pieces around the timeline and the receiver's picking up on him and he's appearing to you as, um, 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 and he goes, a time ghost. He's like, yeah, so time goes. And I went, sure. You know what? In this world, that makes perfect sense to me. If that's what it is, I'm like, I, I, okay. And yeah. then and we'll get to it at the end. It's not what it is. Yeah. Because uh, they do the brain surgery bit. They take it out. It hasn't been working in a while. And Stein basically says, you suffer from CTE and alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, but that's good. That's good. I mean, uh, like, I, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't think it's true. Um, uh, Mm-hmm. That's a it's a is unsatisfying resolution, but but good. I like that it's unsatisfying mixed in to have that kind of bittersweetness mixed in with uh, the kind of you know just enthusiasm of this episode. Mm. So Sarah is talking to Rip or Phil. I'm sorry, Phil, and he is all groovy guy up here. And uh, at some point he says, "You remind me of Sandra, my lead in my movie." And I was like, is he doing like a hippie Woody Allen? Something like that. And and she's like, wait a minute. And she, she realizes, say that again. Or he's like, hey, get with the times. You, you can't think, you can't have a female lead of a sci-fi movie. Because this episode confirms what I said from the get-go. This was intended as Katie Lotz's show. And they built it around her. And this is hmm. where we got, because they confirm it right here. Yeah. In the writing, like, you know. <laughs> or at least by, by this point, they, they've, they've you know, they've committed mm-hmm. to that. Well, I stick to, I stick with my theory that that's what, 
<laughs> it was. And you can't fucking prove me wrong. <laughs> so I love this is what Jax runs in with the fucking script. Hey, we're all in here. He's Max. And and he goes, hey, the spirit of destiny's in this thing too. And they get to task and rip what is it? Oh, it's just the MacGuffin. Yeah. They don't know what a MacGuffin is. And he explains what a MacGuffin is. This is the first of many, many MacGuffin references. That be- so that's good that it's like it's fully being so. explained. I know you told me that they do bring it up here. So it's good that mm-hmm. this is like kind of the origin story. Mm-hmm. Of where everybody, like the viewers learn what it is, right? And then a line that had some people shivering because she figures out and they do this so dramatically. George Lucas has the spear of destiny. Oh, no. Uh-oh. If George Lucas could rewrite reality, my friend. <laughs> what he did to those movies, this is the re-release one with all you don't get to see job. See, this actor didn't, this actor was very panicky. <laughs> George Lucas, I was waiting for, you know, I was waiting for the impression. Yeah, or something, you know, or, something you know, like that. It's the Legion of Doom. They've got laser beams. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, I'm moving it on. And Nate, Ray, and Amaya, they go meet with George Lucas and they convince her to go back to film school. She says at the end of a speech, you're, you're our only hope. That was perfect. That was hilarious. It laughed out loud. My wife and I were loving this. I love that they're just like, stay in school. They're yelling stay at them. Stay in school. Because they're, they're, they're dumb now. They're dumb. So <laughs> funny. But then when she finally hits it with you're our only hope, and it's awesome because she doesn't know that she's making a reference to it because she's from the 40s that's well so that's is, why she's the only this, one who does them yeah that's this, uh, this is a, this is a love letter man this turns into mm-hmm. a love letter it really that's why, is. like the the title of the the thing raise a lost art is like so awesome man because the, that's what i'm saying the writer here thematically is is making an equivalency between like the works of scientists and the works of artists, right? Like, uh, like you're saying, like they, mm-hmm. it's a yin and a yang thing. Like that's awesome, right? That's mm-hmm. that's why I, that's why I think this is uh, like even if it does have a big long list, I, I feel like this is, um, you know, one one right or the work of one writer. Oh, um, I agree. Or like I one agree. main one main uh, one main guy. Or, or then there's the people who come up with this. I didn't notice this until I read it on IMDb. Uh, uh, his license plate, uh, George Lucas's license plate is THX one one three eight. That's cool, <laughs> and that's a, and that's a so insect because they always hide that in all the Star Wars movies. Hmm. Oh, do they? I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. Eleven thirty eight is in there every time, man. Every time. Oh, I could so- point them out to you. I could point them out to you in all the fuck, or at least the first six. Uh, I don't know about the 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 new ones. There might be some little references, but oh yeah, they always find ways to sneak it in. Mm, maybe that was a Lucas thing and Disney didn't do it and that's one of the reasons why he's pissed I like, oh, I mm-hmm. done that. <laughs> dude I would I would I I hope they bring Lucas back for if they do another trilogy imagine if George Lucas does another trilogy oh, I'd be so into that I'd be so fucking into that <laughs> oh great <laughs> so Dark and Merlin attack again Merlin's fighting with Amaya steals her totem grabs he goes yes need trinket one of the lost totems of Zambesi and I'm like, you white colonizing motherfucker, you're purposely mm-hmm. mispronouncing Zambezi. 
<laughs> or he only did one take. I'm doing maybe he's the one. Maybe he's doing it right, and we've been doing it wrong. Well, like like, like in, uh, been Tucker, Tucker Carlson recently called Ottawa Ottawa. I heard of and we that. made a lot of fun of that, and then we learned that which turns out that's the proper way to pronounce it. <laughs> he didn't do it on purpose, but that's the proper way to pronounce it. That's uh, <laughs> that's because that's the uh, the indigenous people's way to pronounce the word. Yeah, when I read that, I was like, "Wait a minute, how does that fucking chode know the proper way to pronounce it?" You know, that know, was totally seemed... by accident. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know if the, this guy could this guy could know the right way, and maybe we're the we're the run. With Malcolm the, Merlin. The, no, yeah. Malcolm Merlin has no respect for anybody. No, <laughs> he's a terrible, terrible human. But he's a but he's a, but he's a he's a. I, I assume he's a, a well traveled man. He is a well traveled man. Maybe, maybe that was been, how they. Maybe he has been to Zambize more than once. But he also, when he grabs George Lucas, the way the way John Barrowman, Barrowman turns it up from four to a hundred in one take yeah, scene. Yeah, they're all awesome. Because he just goes, he just grabs George Lucas and says, where is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Screams him. And then they're in George Lucas' room. The boys are just getting dumber. Trying to raise their fucking hands and shit. And the bad guys are just getting frustrated like it's a Three Stooges movie. And I'm mm-hmm. fucking dying. I loved it. And Malcolm Merlin, they're looking for the fucking spirit. He points the gun at George Lucas and he calls him. He's like, all right, Specky Four Eyes, where is it? Specky Four Eyes. Yeah, that was, they got all be winners. <laughs> who, who went Four Eyes? See, he's not nice. You know, that's an old. You normally you'd call a guy with glasses four eyes if you were Archie Bunker. Or it was 1932, but Specky, that, that's that's that makes it twice as bad. And Malcolm Merlin just calmly goes over to George Lucas and he goes, "Mr. Lucas, your life depends on how you answer this question. Do you know where the city dump is?" And then just, oh, dude, I love yeah. him. He's so fucking. He, he's so nice while he's gonna kill you. So. Sarah and Jax are on their way to hell. Then they walk by Mick and Stein for doing the brain surgery. What are you doing? Brain surgery. What does it look like? And they're like, okay. Yeah. And they just go the other way. Like, I, I love it. I, that's nice little fun. twist on the line there. Well, that's the reason why Jax, so why, why there's no firestorm here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, yeah. they, they get very imaginative over the course of the next season and a half. <laughs> Did not have firestorm on this show. Mm-hmm. So they're in the compactor. Shut up. They're arguing. George Lucas finds the piece, but they say, don't give it to him. They'll kill us anyway. But uh, the compactor's crushing him. And Amaya says, don't just stand there. Try to brace it with something. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. The, The fun is the only character who should be saying that to maybe make it seem like, yo, he remembered all this shit, you know, Mm -hmm. to write his movie would be the person who'd never seen star wars before yeah only way that makes sense if, uh, in any way especially because they've all forgotten it fucking exists so they they're like no adam suit you know that the adam suit doesn't work he can't steal up because that's a side effect of this that we totally forgot to mention but they, they need George Lucas to believe that he can make these movies and they're giving this, this great speech to him. Yeah. And they go, what do you want, George Lucas? And he yells, I 
want to direct. What, no, what I what I really want is to direct. To direct, which I, yeah. was fun. It's the funny. old line, yeah. It, it's I mean, it, like I like the build there for that to be the climax. That like it, it's it's good, but at the same time, it's a little cringy. I mean, I mean, I think. I mean, this is it's not a 10 out of 10, but it's like it's good. It's funny. And that's a and that's a funny line. And yeah. and even with the shitty beard, it's a it's a you know, it's a really it's good some beard. boy. That yeah. beard. It's like cotton balls dipped in <clears throat> fucking kindergarten paint Yeah, on that fucking beard. So their powers come back. Amaya gets out in this sick ass move they do where Amaya's fighting uh, Merlin. And she like kicks him, spins around, grabs her totem back in the middle of the kick, throws it on and apes up with yeah, eight power cool. and knocks Malcolm Merlin across the fucking uh, junkyard into a car. And that's when you get to the Wilhelm scream because they're going, yeah. yeah, that's when the Wilhelm scream happens because that's in every Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I missed it. I got one in, but I had to look it up because I I learned what a Wilhelm scream was two years ago. So <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> didn't know. So Sarah gets the amulet and everything's going to be fine. But Thawne shows up. Yeah. And they're like, where have you been? He's like, always busy, gentlemen. Never late. I l- just, man, when he is, oh, when that little red zippity zip, it's just like, fuck, fuck, he's back. Fuck, he just fucks everything up. He's so fast. He's so fucking fast. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's handled so well. And we like get, that was, yeah, really good. And we've already established from last episode, and we don't know why, but there's a reason why he can't be in one place for too long. You know, we don't know why yet, but so he can only zip in when he's needed. But when he, when he says like, oh, look, I'm always here when I need to be here, guys, you know? Right. And, uh, Suddenly, Rip and his wig appear. <laughs> he knows who he is, and Thawne knows who he is. Because Thawne, this, this is when they, they established it once last episode, but they confirm it here. Thawne's like, Captain Hunter, it's been a long time. I was like, oh, of course they would have. Of course they would have run into each other. That's why they have the gun. Rip stole that gun from Thawne in some, because Thawne's whole gimmick is, here's why the character of the re- reverse flash on these shows dies a lot he's like dr doom in early fantastic fours he dies all the lot and he always comes back and right time travel shit because he's been everywhere and all different like from different time periods he keeps running around to appear and fuck with everybody so you can kill him a million times and he's always going to come back uh but you know we don't know that uh, it, it, it gets a little iffy but we'll get to that so Rip pulls his gun, doesn't know how to make it work. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, shit. Oh, they're laughing. Gideon starts blasting. They escape with the LOD, get Rip. And then we see that scene you mentioned with Sarah. Yeah, where she calls for him. Yeah, and you can tell she's in pain. Rip, screaming for him. I meant, when, meant to mention, I like the way that uh, Gideon kind of pep talked uh, fake Rip there, or real. Oh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was pretty. Well, funny. what would your Captain Rip Hunter do? And she's like, you know, he was the bravest, most you know, courageous mm-hmm. man I've ever known. Sometimes he'd, sometimes he'd like to walk around with his shirt off. Mm. Sometimes <laughs> he drank a lot. Yeah, she just got the hearts on for him. Mm. He would like to shower right over there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so at this point, they, you know, Sarah and the gang, they've got the lance or piece of the lance and they've got the amulet. So, you know, obviously the rest of this is we got to find the other pieces of this, uh, this thing. And that is your, you know, it happens next season and, and again we need pieces of things you sure. know which yeah, it very, yeah. very much so and uh they uh they, but they got that and she sarah's feeling bad and her and jacks have a nice scene where she's feeling bad about i'm the captain and everyone's my responsibility and and jefferson jackson gives her a rousing speech about you know she's the most resourceful person he knows and she'll figure it out he's walking away and she says, is that a promise? And he turns around and he goes, that's a prophecy. Is that, <laughs> and that's about, that has to do with her? No, he don't, it was just him saying, we know, you'll make this work. You'll, you'll lead us to victory because she's feeling bad. And, but he or said, is that in reference, what's a prophecy then? What is the prophecy? Okay, okay. He's, she said, asked him, she asked him, is that a promise? And he goes, that's a prophecy. Like as if he's a prophet who can tell the future. It's, he's over. He went to Sunday school, right, but then he'd be a false prophet, wouldn't he? <laughs> like oh, whatever. Well, you know, like I, I thought it was meant. This. I thought it was in reference to a character who had a prophecy related to them. No, no, that's it's like it. the legends themselves and the old prophecy. No, no, no. That's 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 Jefferson Jackson being so sure of himself that when he's saying something's going to happen, it's not a promise. Okay, okay. it's a prophecy. Yeah, I didn't really get it, but I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> He went to Sunday school, like I said. Yeah, yeah. So it's movie night mm -hmm. with Ray and Amaya and Nate. And they're going to watch all these George Lucas, Steven Spielberg movies. I love, they keep giving Lucas credit for, for Raiders and all the Indiana Jones stuff, which he deserves, of course. But it, 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 you know, Spielberg, not a mention of Spielberg. Yeah, that's yeah. the name I associate with Indiana yeah. Jones. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, uh, and they, they aren't going like, oh, let's go... Uh, Let's go. Oh, you know what? We'll do Crystal Skull first, and oh, then ooh, Attack of the Clones. We'll go Crystal Skull, then Attack of the Clones, and then we'll see if we're up for another one. If we're not too tired, <laughs> those two. It'll, it'll be, be Howard the Duck. It'll be Howard the Duck because that's the, the gag. They, that's the uh, gag. Because yeah, Amaya's like, "Oh, this sounds cute," and like, "Oh no!" And then they go, "Well, maybe we shouldn't be celebrating." Gideon says, "Oh, the captain, Captain Hunter would like you to enjoy yourselves." Speaking of Captain Hunter, as we wrap up this episode. He's in a dark room and Thawne is talking to him and he doesn't believe. He thinks Rip, Rip Hunter is completely just fucking with him. He's a master of misdirection and he knows something because he knows where the other pieces uh, are of, of, the, of the spear. And he says to, to Rip, he's like, oh, I'm not going to torture you. Oh, oh, oh they are and just appearing from the dark is merlin and and, and uh and dark with the camera upshot on him like they do the big show when he walks down the fucking aisle yes, like, yes, yes, like yes. Ooh, ooh. and he screams <sighs> again yeah. I can't remember how he screamed at the end there, but my wife really noticed um, those those piercing blue eyes of uh, Damien Dark. Oh, it really works for him. Yeah. Oh, that, that dude has piercing blue eyes, and that blonde hair is natural on him. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> he looks so like, he he could play like an ice villain you know yeah. in anything you don't even need to give him a fucking contact or just like just any sort of Aryan, you know kind of which is funny because he's he's been in a ton and ton of things but the, the thing that i associated with him first was you know being you know, being one of the good guys in um a band of brothers so how dare mm. you sir that's but, fine no i think of a minority report i think that's what oh yes I, he was a minority report, report yeah, before yeah. that that's right uh but the, here's the line and here's riffs as, as they cut away let me go <laughs> oh! dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's fucking bonkers mm. and i I really enjoy this episode. This is where they, re, re, like you said, the continuity of, of the writing throughout all of it, it all makes sense together and the pace and there was one theme and it all, in so many of the other episodes we watched of season, I was like, oh, this part's funny and this part's deadly serious and it doesn't fucking work. They made it all fucking work here. This is where the show is evolving as we as we watch it and i thought this one is a ton of fun yeah me too i we, we all like I, my wife loved it too like it was like that was a great episode that she said afterwards i'm like yeah for sure um yeah as i said still some some little oh. things that, that are still driving there's me always crazy. gonna be some there's always gonna be these are these but, are but i feel like i still feel like they can i still feel like they can they can uh, smooth out some wrinkles and and hit the, oh, and the, they, the, the yeah yeah awesome sounds they, great they they smooth out wrinkles in more than one way but uh count me in oh, oh really so. do they do they make an old person look young <laughs> they get rid of an old person because victor garber Ooh, leaves nice. in season three <laughs> nice that's funny no it was great it was really cool seeing the actor who plays uh rip show up again and uh um, Arthur yeah, Arthur gave my uh gave my uh Gave the show some cred to my wife when I told her that he was off shooting Broadchurch because she anything British she thinks is oh really oh oh isn't you it, know like, I I, re- I was listening to something recently where someone pointed out that, like you know a lot of Americans have a misconception that all British television is really smart and good and we're like no that's just what we get you know <laughs> on PBS that's just what they send us on PBS you know that and yeah. Benny Hill and a lot of it's you know <laughs> just, like, just as dumb as our shit <laughs> oh yeah. Although I would, I do prefer a mystery in a British accent than watching, unless it's a Columbo. Sure. That's what we talked about. We talked unless about watching some like old, we talked about watching some old uh, Poirot or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I will I will sit down and watch an old Columbo if there's nothing else on, and I find a Columbo on. Oof, they're the best. The conceited yeah. Columbos like we like no other show did this. We know who the fucking killer is from the first. 10 minutes, uh, five right. minutes of the show. Right. And it's slowly watching Columbo figure it out and then torture yeah. this guy yeah. <laughs> into confessing yeah. or totally getting or whatever. So, yeah. Travis, thank you once again. This was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Columbo. Love, we love talking Columbo. Yeah. I, oh, Ooh, our new Columbo podcast is going to be a spinoff. Speaking of which, we're bananas call, keep for it. We're, keep, we're calling it an, uh, we're calling it an eye on Columbo. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Follow us at Guys Getting It on Twitter. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time. Adios.